Jesus tells his disciples, he says, and if anyone gives even a cup of cold water, you haven't even boiled the kettle and made coffee. It's just a cup of cold water. To one of these who is my disciple, in other words, you're serving God's people in some way, truly I tell you, that person will not lose their reward. In other words, even the smallest act of service to Jesus is recognized, it's commended, and it's accepted. The smallest act. Someone might not even see it. You didn't see the people who put up the decor, right? You just think, oh, that's really cool. But someone behind the scenes, they were here on Thursday, they were here yesterday setting up stuff. The smallest act of service, God recognizes it, He sees it, He accepts it, and He commends it. There's going to be a reward if we serve Jesus with our hearts in the right way. And those who possibly have the five talents of gold, the, the big gifting, the guys who are leading worship or leading a life group or preaching, we shouldn't be arrogant and say, oh, look how important my gift is. No, God opposes the proud. I didn't work up any of my talents. I've received it, Peter said. It's not mine. It's from God in the first place. And every single gifting and talent and ability has to be in play. They're all important because they were all needed to reach God's people. And so I, can I could use a whole bunch of different scriptures and a whole bunch of different examples and analogies of, to stir us to get involved. And unashamedly, that's my idea. That's my intention today. For every person in Hope City Church to be involved somewhere in one of the ministries or serving teams in the church, and to be blessing and reaching the world the other six days of the week. Because the gifts God's given all of us are not just for the church, not just for church services, it's for outside. The kingdom advances not just on a Sunday, but wherever God's people are, where we're blessing others with our gifting that God's given us in the first place. As His grace flows through us, because we're serving outside the church even. So I could use many things, but today I want to invite you to join me in seeing more people's lives changed. Imagine in a month's time there were five different people here, and imagine the next month there were five other people here. How exciting to see God changing lives, and it comes when we're involved because God changes us, but it also comes when we're involved and we facilitate God working. And some of the ministries or serving teams are behind the scenes. You don't see them. They make sure that a church service can run. They are operating during the week, that the church can run during the week as well. Some of them are behind the scenes. They, the impact is, is kind of like indirect, if you like. Other ministries are more direct, like teaching in the kids' ministry. You have a direct impact on the eternity of people by teaching children God's Word. So what I'm going to do now is invite the ministry leaders forward. And these guys have also prepped for this morning. And they're each going to give you like a one-minute pitch, like a promo, like their sales, uh, their sales spiel, to convince you to join their ministry. And we'll get to the paper on your chair in a few minutes. So... I'm going to ask you guys to come up 
and wear a funky hat that Candace has got. Heather, you're up first. Well, all of you come and join. Heather, I know that you want to get it out the way quickly. So Heather, Deirdre, Candace, Vass, Michael, Sonia, Ainsley, you guys come forward. Put yourselves a hat on. And uh, there should be slides for each of these. So join us on the stage. You've got a you've got something in your hair. It's stopping the hat working. <laughs> I'm gonna hold it for you while you talk. Awesome. Okay, guys, you guys need also need to concentrate, hey? I'm holding his. Cool. Heather. Hello, guys. I was sitting there all quietly thinking, oh, I'll probably be last day. Um <laughs> Okay, so I lead the care ministry, and when Glendon asked me to promote the care ministry, I thought, how do I express why it is that I do the care ministry? The simplest reason is because I have a heart for the needy, and helping and giving to others really makes me happy, and it always puts a smile on my face. Did you know that smiling, according to Google, (laughs) increases dopamine, which increases relaxation, and decreases stress? What a great reason to join the care ministry. (laughs) But I've got an even better reason for you. In Matthew 25, Jesus says, and I'm paraphrasing, When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was naked, you clothed me. And the people said to him, When did we feed you? When did we clothe you? And Jesus replied, I tell you, everything you have done for any of my brothers or sisters, you have done for me also. And so you see, serving others pleases the Lord. So join the care ministry. We'll smile, we'll de-stress, and we'll serve the Lord together. Okay. So what do toddlers and those who attempted to build the tower to heaven have in common? They all babble. Why did Adam and Eve do math every day? They were told to be fruitful and multiply. Which Bible character was the best musician? Samson. He brought the house down. (laughs) So my name is Deirdre, and I'm not part of the Tell Your Jokes team. I'm part of the hosting team. I've been heading up the team for over six years now. And the reason why I did start with jokes is because I was hopefully able to make you feel at ease, make you feel welcome, and put a smile on your face. And that is what the hosting team is about. We fill urns, we make coffee and tea, milk, sugar, that there's enough for everyone. And then we welcome people as they enter the church. We also keep an eye out for new visitors to connect with them and give them a gift. So if you were a visitor once and you received a gift, it was most probably given to you by one of our team members. And it may sound that I'm explaining or describing an extrovert, but you don't have to be an extrovert. I am an introvert myself but I do enjoy connecting with people one-on-one and making them feel welcome and also making things look pretty and neat and tidy. So if you enjoy welcoming people, making them feel at home, you'll fit very well into our team. Okay, so I am going to chat to you guys about Kidsmen, the Kids Ministry. But I'm going to start with this funny block behind you, if you've seen that. Inside there, we have two incredible rooms. 
And Nancy, where are you, friend? Stand up, please. This is Nancy. Nancy is in charge of these two rooms. One of those rooms is for feeding moms. And our vision is for that room to be a beautiful place where moms with newborns can come and they can feed their baby and still be a part of the service. They can be looked after. Someone can help them with tea and coffee. And they can, if any of you ladies out there have had a newborn and kind of come to church, it can be such a difficult thing because there's so much to do and then you just feel like you're stuck in a room all day. So that's what we want to change. And um, Nancy is in charge of that. And then that other room there is... The first room that you'd go through, also we can go to prayer meeting, is the parent and toddler room. So if you've got a little toddler and you're not quite ready to have them go through to kids ministry, you as a parent can go through with them there. There's a screen and we just want to make that a wonderful place that people don't feel like, I came to, school, to church and I, the whole time I was just looking after my kid and I didn't engage. That room is there so that that doesn't happen. Okay, so that's Nancy and she's going to have a hat just now. There's a hat here for you. I'll get, I'll get it to you. And... Um, yeah, so that's what those two rooms are. And if you want to be a part of that, just making those people feel welcome and still a part of the life of the church in such a crazy season of their lives with small children, that's where you can help out. Then, down the corner where we drop our kids off, the kids' ministry, we have three incredible areas. Now, Joe, are you around? There's Joe at the back with our tweens. That's Joe. She heads it up. She's amazing, right? Before I talk about that, I've got a question. Who of you were ever in kids' church? in your life growing up? Show of hands. Okay, All right, you can put your hands down. Now think back, was it an incredible experience or was it like a uh, experience going to kids' church? Okay, you, you keep that thought in your mind. We get an opportunity to make that an incredible experience so that when these kids grow up, they're gonna be like, going to Kidsmen changed my life. I got to know who Jesus was and I wanted to serve him passionately for the rest of my days because I went to kids ministry. So that's the opportunity you get when you get when you join in the kids ministry. There's three different um, age groups, the tiny ones from two to five, then the older ones from six to nine, and the tweens from 10 to 13. And what a privilege to put eternal seeds into their lives that they can follow Jesus, loving him for the rest of their lives. So if you want to get involved, in the two rooms here or with the kids ministry, those are the ladies that you have to speak to and they are amazing and you can be a part of their amazing team. So I am um, do the ladies ministry. It's quite a new, it's called Gather the Girls. It's a new ministry. It started about six, maybe six, seven, eight months ago. It started out, and it's gonna be longer than a minute, out of um, our life group, there was um, Kim and Michael. They've immigrated to the UK. And Heather, um, Carol and Darren, they've moved on to Serengeti and Heather. And um, we formed a good friendship, the four of us. And when they left, it was like a little bit of a void. And um, I looked at the ladies the one day when I was on hosting. And um, I was like, how does this lady get to know that lady? And that lady get to know that lady? And I'm like... I can talk to anybody, but a lot of people can't do that. So um, it was birthed out of that, and it's just a time for me. What I want to see is ladies getting together, having fun. Yesterday, Auntie Charmaine said to me, um, maybe we should have a camp. And I'm like, Ugh. 
So sh there's definite growth. We had a lovely day yesterday. We have at least 20 people come every time. And um, actually, there was a prophecy over it and that it was going to grow and it was just going to get bigger. And maybe it's not just limited to this church. Maybe it's going to be from other churches as well. And I just love to see the ladies that have a place to connect in friendships and also just to be vulnerable. And yesterday we put Candice on the spot and we asked her some questions and she had to be vulnerable. And I think that's the one thing. And then we are starting a new ministry that Glennon and Candice aren't aware of yet, but we are doing a doggy ministry in the near future <laughs> because that's my next passion. And I've got my first recruit and that's Briella. <laughs> Over to you, Mark. Morning, everyone. My name is Michael, and I'm a member of the Outreach team. The only way I'm going to get this done in one minute is if I read mine. <laughs> I remember years ago reading about Mother Teresa and how she started her ministry. She had one simple goal, which was to give people a friendly face to look at as they passed from life to death. From such humble beginnings, she ended up changing the world. She found a basic human need, and she allowed God's love to fill that need. In our local community, there are people who need God and his love. We don't have a stage or a tent. We're just a few people who are willing to go once a month to share the love of God. If you know how to pray, you are qualified. If you know how to tell someone what Jesus has done for you, you are qualified. A guy asked everyone he knew for 100 rand to buy Millie Mill. And everybody said no to him. For three days, the Holy Spirit said, go to Flamingo Mall where all the guys wait for work. And on the third day, he finally listened to the Holy Spirit and he went. And he was greeted with people handing out free bags of Millie Meal. This is just one of dozens of testimonies of people getting saved, healed, or experiencing God's unlimited provision. Please come join the Hope City Church Outreach Team. And together, let's watch the love of Jesus change the world, one street corner at a time. Morning. Morning, everyone. Uh, just waiting for my slide to pop up because all the words are on there. <laughs> oh, it's actually Voss's slide. Voss. <laughs> Thanks, Cassidy. <laughs> uh, my name is Voss, for those of you that don't know. Yeah. Uh, so I lead the worship team, and uh, yeah, so what can I say about the worship? I should ask Marsha, maybe. Where's Marsha? I think you should promote this. You did quite a good job earlier talking about worship. <laughs> so, yeah. So guys, um, in terms of the worship team, and I want to firstly say that uh, I'm so incredibly grateful and privileged to be leading the guys that I am leading. The worship team and the guys on there and their attitudes are just amazing. So I'm loving that because of them. And so I will say the first thing about worship is that it's a calling, guys. That's the first thing. If you feel called to be part of a worship team, that is the biggest thing. Because if you understand that you are called, then growing your talents and your gifting would just be a pleasure. You wouldn't have to work at it and I wouldn't have to be behind you or anybody else for that matter. 
And uh, I love what Glenda said earlier about the faithfulness, right? So if you understand your calling as a worship worshiper and being part of a worship team, everything else becomes easy along the way. Uh, unfortunately, we're not in a space or we don't have capacity to teach people on instruments so uh, or on vocals. Vocals are a little bit different. We probably can work with guys on vocals, but we don't have capacity to grow musicians. Uh, um, that's probably part of the vision going down the line is to get someone in that can work with guys that feel something of a calling, but just being able to train them on instruments. So uh, at this point in time, being part of the worship team, there has to be some level of skill uh, that you would need to have. And then, like I said, if you feel called to it, you'll work on it and you'll grow it. I, one of the highlights for me this year was having Ash and uh, Ian join the team. And our aim is to eventually grow to having, knocking that wall out and putting a drum kit in there so that the stage becomes bigger so we can accommodate more musicians and uh, more vocalists. So, yeah, I think that's where we're heading as a worship team. So I would love it uh, for guys to sign up. There's some level of skill, some interest in this. We can have a chat and uh, we can, and I can point you in the right directions in terms of uh, where to go and where to grow on your talent and your gifting. Uh, so, yeah, so from the worship team side, um, I don't think we, uh, everyone that's on that team, there are some guys that are much more gifted than others, but uh, playing good music is not the aim. Creating an environment for worship is what it is. So um, coming in here, and if you want to get entertained by the band, sorry guys for just a little bit off the welcoming to worship team. Uh, we're not up here to entertain. We're here to try and lead people in worship. And that's the heart that anyone wanting to join the worship team needs to have. So we all good with that? Awesome. Next slide. <laughs> no, no, no. Same thing. Okay. So the other two ministries that I lead, <laughs> is the cappuccino ministry, uh, it is a ministry, and sound. So as you can see, those two things don't go together. <laughs> it's good to give a sound guy a cappuccino, but anywhere near the sound desk with a cappuccino is not going to be too good. So uh, also, just quite grateful the youth has stepped up in this area, especially with the cappuccinos. I am absolutely convinced there's cappuccinos in heaven. Anybody? <laughs> Anybody with me on that? <laughs> so if you learn to make cappuccinos, yeah, you'll do well. You've got a space. <laughs> so, yeah, um, once again, just uh, on this, we do have capacity to train. We've got some guys in already that have some skill on our cappuccino machine. But for me, I think cappuccinos is such a great way, and coffee is such a great way for fellowship. Uh, and so that's the aim behind the cappuccino team. So that's why I call it a ministry, because you make a good cappuccino, and people will probably stick around and uh, be able to fellowship, get to know each other over a cup of coffee. So please, if you're interested in joining the cappuccino team, Vim is actually assisting me with that uh, in trying to just make sure all the background stuff is running well. Uh, so please come through and sign up for that. With regards to sound, what I will say is that there's a lot of gaps with the sound and we're still growing in terms of uh, just getting our sound right. Uh, so any assistance, anyone has something up a year for being able to mix, uh, we, I think also on that front, are able to train guys. So please, uh, any, any bit of assistance on that, we would greatly, greatly appreciate. And you guys are more than welcome to sign up for that. Cool. Did you say one minute? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, so 
I am a newly appointed visual worship ministry uh, leader. I'm just going to go through this very briefly, but um, don't, don't, I try, I tend to overshoot things, so don't, don't feel uh, like I'm, I'm discouraging you if, if I get to that point where I'm sounding discouraging. I'm not. <laughs> okay, so why do we do visual ministry? Um, very simple. Three, in my opinion, three reasons. Uh, the first one is that we want to create an environment where everyone can par participate. Um, if there's no words up there, it becomes what Vas was saying we shouldn't do, which is entertainment. Uh, so the guys up here, it's just a leadership role for the worship. Uh, when Glennon is preaching, it helps for people to follow on screen with scriptures. So that's a very important uh, aspect from the visual ministry side. We want to help people to follow what's going on. Uh, we also want to reduce distractions. So God doesn't need it. God doesn't need a visual ministry. God doesn't need uh, any of us to do anything. We as humans need it, right? So we are very, very short, uh, probably attention span. Um, so it helps that we can reduce distractions. So if you notice like a spelling error, error all of a sudden, me personally, I'm like, oh gosh, there's a spelling error there. I cannot sing the song. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, probably. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to go into diagnosis right now, guys, please. <laughs> uh, and then the last one, and the other two contribute to this, is to create or foster an atmosphere of worship. So when we uh, reduce distractions, when we create participation and engagement, suddenly we have an environment where the Holy Spirit can move freely because the focus is not on what's here, the focus is not on, um, oh, geez, that mistake, but it's suddenly on, oh, this is where my heart is right now. This is where God can meet me. And that's beautiful. So if you want and if you feel that that's your passion, uh, these other three reasons, which or these other three qualifications, maybe, <laughs> uh, where you would have decent experience with the Windows PC because we're not using Mac yet, uh, or you have an eye for detail, or you're familiar with worship songs, those other three you can always learn. Um, but if you feel like you have a passion for creating this environment and fostering this environment, we will have lights soon. So right now it's just an on and off switch, but we'll have some sliders soon if you want to join. <laughs> Um, and I'm not talking about the food sliders. <laughs> so, yeah. So if this, if this piques your interest in any way, speak to me. Uh, the team that we already have is, is pretty good, brilliant. So, yeah, that's it from the visual ministry side. And then uh, the last one is life groups. And... Uh, Made of real steel. <clears throat> life, life group. <laughs> so life group is where our faith gets real. Why do I say that? Because when we gather together in a lounge, one life group meets here in the church, it's real people with real lives, with real stuff, real issues, getting together, connecting, becoming friends, uh, and focusing on Jesus and hanging out. And our life groups in this church, it's not a midweek church service. So if you've never been to one of our life groups, if you do attend, you're not going to have someone lead worship and someone talk for 40 minutes. It's not a church service in the week. It's a discussion platform where we do our lives together and live out our faith together. 
serving God uh, in that way, fellowship and prayer, etc. Lots of laughs uh, and fun that we have together. And life group is a place where you can have a direct impact on other people's lives. If you go and you share something God has done, that encourages other people. And if you're not there, you can't have that impact on their life. Similarly, if you go to life group and other people share and contribute, you are receiving from them what God has put on their heart. And so um, that's the life group pitch. So can I ask the ministry leaders to come forward here with their hats? This is what we're going to do now. We're going to give everyone five minutes to take the paper that's on your chair, and there should be a pen on it or near it. Sorry, right behind you. <laughs> so what I'd like you to do, take the piece of paper, have a look at all the ministries, and the one that's missing, the one that's behind the scenes that I forgot to print out is the hosting ministry. So first thing I want you to do is at the bottom in the little space, write hosting. Did you do them all? Ha, oh, they're handwritten. That's amazing. Hosting, thank you. So I'm, I'm going to pray for us now because this is, a, this is an important thing. I want you to ask God, God, where do you want me to be involved? It might be the thing you're passionate about. You love kids. That's an easy choice. God might say to you, out your comfort zone, get involved in this ministry. Does that make sense? So, Father, this morning as we consider how we can change lives for the kingdom through serving, through involving, through the gifts that you've given us, Lord, I pray right now, would you speak to every single person as they scan their eyes down the list, Lord, show them where they should be involved. It might be something new for them. It might be something that's already a passion. It might be something that was dormant, but now you're wanting to bring to life again. Father, I pray, do it. In Jesus' name. I'm going to ask you now, we're going to have three minutes of awkward silence while you fill out every person, even if you are on a team now, fill it out. God might say to you, ah, an extra ministry to be involved with. So fill out your name, your contact detail, and as you're scanning down the list of ministries, say, Lord, which one? Do you have to sing for worship ministry? I'm sure they will put you through some kind of Audition, just like if you join the kids' ministry, there'll be a police clearance check, okay? No, no, for the kids' ministry, there is, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> when you've done and you've ticked the five ministries you want to try out, only five? Wow, you can do one a week. There's five Sundays. No, there's four Sundays in a month. Eh? One, one every week. Don't forget to fill out your name and contact detail. When you've uh, made your X's and you've voted, uh, fold the paper in four so it's a bit smaller. And I'm going to ask you to leave your pen on the chair or the chair next to you. We need those pens. Please don't take them home. 
And when you fold it in four, these uh, amazing people in the front are going to come down and take the paper from you and put it in, in their hat. So you guys are welcome to start going through. For the guys who uh, only had five ministries to tick off, they'll have finished now. But the guys, yeah, ho hold it up, hold the paper up if you've checked off. Go for it, whatever. Second round. <laughs> you don't have to look for the. You don't have to look for the person who you signed up for. You can put it in anyone's hat. We will sort them. KPMG will audit the vote counting. Any other papers not yet handed in? Last couple that are busy filling out. Cool. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Now the real fun starts. We get to eat food together. Drink cappuccino. So thank you to Andrew and Vaughan who've been cooking all morning and the hosting team who've been setting up. Let there be Vos and cappuccinos. Trust you have an amazing day and week. Please join us. There should be enough for one each. If you are still hungry, wait until the queue looks like it's running out. Then you can have seconds. Um, please get your kids. We've also got hot dogs for the kids as well. And join us as we hang out and celebrate six months in this venue. Praise God. Amen. Amen.